You're listening to The Better Man Podcast, becoming life-giving men together. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to The Better Man Podcast. Adam Tarno here in studio with Chris Harper. So, Chris, I don't think we've introduced the podcast audience to your wife yet. Um, she's not here in studio. That would be fun. Uh, <laughs> Phenomenal. She would have been here. But um, So, your wife, Allie, how long have you guys been married? We've been married going on 14 years now. That's good. All yeah. right. And Allie is short for... Allison. Allison. And I asked you just a few moments ago, like, if you call her Allison, what does she do? Yeah, she would just probably roll her eyes. Yeah. Yeah, but she does that a lot. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you just collect those. Before 8 a.m., you probably get two or three eye rolls Right. right, uh, before 8 a.m. So where'd y'all meet? Tell us some of that story. Man, we met, uh, it was an arranged marriage. I don't know. Am I supposed to laugh right now, or it's, is this it's, for real? That's real. <laughs> it's real. It's, it's arranged real. marriage. Yeah. So I didn't know it, but it was. Um, like your parents, man. I so right after I became a believer, um, I didn't know what to do. So I went to a, a service event at my church. I walked through the door, and a seventy-year-old man turned and looked at me and said, "Son, you have the countenance of the Lord on you." And I said, "Sir, I, I have no idea what that means." Yeah. <laughs> He said, "Can you spell countenance? Because yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what that yeah, is. Counting? Yeah. Am I counting something?" <laughs> he said. Uh, he said, "Do you know what God wants?" I mean, these are just direct questions. I've never met this man in my life. He said, "Do you know what God wants from you?" And I said, "No." He said, "He wants obedience before sacrifice." He said, "That's in the Bible. Do you know the Bible?" And I said, "No." So every Wednesday, he set me down at his kitchen table and he walked me through the Word. That's amazing. It's unreal. About about six months into that relationship, he introduced me to his granddaughter, who who I married, Allie. <laughs> wow! So, so not only not only was he discipling me, but um, what I didn't know is he he was also uh, handpicking the one that would marry his. That's amazing. His granddaughter. All right. Yeah. So the moment you met her, did you know? Like, okay, this one, this yeah, one, I yeah. think might be it. I knew, man. I knew she she. She was the one that could help me most look like Jesus, uh, which is why which is why I latched on. And there's an episode, yeah, man, yeah, she's phenomenal. She's a sign language interpreter. Okay, so um, I didn't know how to ask her out, so I lied. <laughs> I told her I wanted to. I've been wanting to learn sign language, so yeah. maybe we could. I, to this day, it's not I, a to lie. This day. That's just a man in love. That's, <laughs> that's what we it. do. It's not a lie. That, that's, that's phenomenal. That's not that's, a lie. Yeah. So, but you were really day, interested in sign language. Yeah, that was sincere. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know a lick of sign language. I've been married to her for 14 years. <laughs> that's so, amazing. That's how I ask her out. And, and yeah, yeah. First date? First date, we went to Carabas. Yes. And then we went. This is, hey, this is, this is big time here. Men, take note. First date, we went to Carabas. And then we went to get ice cream. And then we went into Barnes and Noble, yeah. and I asked her what her favorite children's book was, and I read it to her. Get out. Okay. Now, let's be honest. The, there's a very fine line between cute and totally weird when, <laughs> when you're dating, right? And so that, that story could have gone two different ways. I mean, if you and Allie didn't get married, she'd be like, guess what this first date that I had? It's creepy. And she would be telling her friend, they'd be like, he did what? He read all the places re- you'll go. <laughs> <laughs> but you all got married, so it's a great story. We did, But man. listen, that we is did. one worth keeping in there. Uh, and somebody's day, there's a single guy, he's taking notes right now. He's going, all right, that's, right. that's it. That's it. I don't know what Carabas is. I don't know if I'm going there. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a kicked up Olive Garden. It really is. And, uh, yeah. Overpriced Olive Garden. Yeah, that's it. But... That's amazing. What a great first date. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that works. Yeah, so how so. long did you all date before you got married? 
eight months, I think. Okay. Yeah, we we, we knew. Yep. Yeah, we knew. So I like that. It's great. Speed it up. Go fast. That's all right. It, so bro. here's why we're talking about all that because uh, Better Man's got this new defined curriculum coming out: uh, loving and protecting God's woman. Five weeks deep dive into just the relationship between a man and a woman. And so we're going to tease a little bit of that today. We're going to talk about. Uh, God's provision has three faces, and uh, so let's just jump right in. What are what are some of these faces uh, that we've got here? Yeah, God's provision of a woman really has three faces. You 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 should see the woman in your life, the woman that God's brought to your life as as your companion, as your complement, and as your co heir. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah. All right, so companion, I think I know what you mean there, but go ahead and unpack that. Yeah, so she's your companion, man. This is this is the person uh, that you get to do life with, right? So um, everything from planning for time together, uh, making decisions together. I remember the time I bought a motorcycle mm-hmm. and didn't tell my wife. <laughs> So see that that's laughter from a man that's been married a while <laughs> that just knows you don't do that. So so I came I came obviously home. the guy on Wednesday mornings didn't cover that. <laughs> I came home and and I said hey you know um, getting ready to finish seminary and I said babe I think you know just as kind of a gift to myself I always wanted a motorcycle and um, when I finish I said you know when I finish seminary um, you know would you be cool with me buying a motorcycle yeah. and. I had already purchased it. <laughs> this is retroactive. So she said, she said, you know, um, let me think about it. You know, she said, I want to pray about it. And, and so then I just left. I, I left the room super convicted when I got downstairs. <laughs> so I had to come upstairs and I said, hey, I've kind of already bought it. <laughs> it was not. It was not great. Was it at the house or at the apartment, wherever you all were? No, but it was coming in a week. It was okay. getting delivered. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So a um, lot of lot of forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of... Lot but of listen, backpack. every man... Like, there's also... Every man goes through that. So we're laughing because we've been there, done that. I'm laughing because I've been there, done that. There is that moment in a marriage often where you go, oh, I'm not alone anymore. That's right. Right? I'm not, I'm not living with my buddies. That's right. Uh, I'm living with my wife. Yeah. And this is completely different. And so that companion, that is a good word because it is now... Uh, that will cause a tremendous amount of joy in marriage, right? You're Absolutely. not alone. Absolutely. But as a man, it's also going to cause a lot of frustration at times. Yeah, maybe the, not a lot, but yeah, it will cause friction. some. Yeah. yeah, I'm you know I'm a I'm a man's man. I'm 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 a maverick. I'm I'm, I'm independent. If I want to make a decision, I make a decision. Right. right. But then the word of God, Ecclesiastes four, right? Two are better than one. Right. Two heads are better than one. And and uh, so having that having that companion, uh, planning together, making decisions together, somebody to share you know my heart with. To, to share my wants, my longings, my desires, you know, uh, we need to view the woman in our life, um, God's gift, as that. I like how you're saying that the two become one, or the the two are better than one. I I remember, you know, every guy has their little list of what they want, you know, in a in a wife. And I remember I had my list. I never wrote it down, but it, there there was stuff there, right? Uh, you know, she's got to like Chick Fil A, uh, <laughs> right. you know. Tolerate sports and uh, yeah. man, if she likes peanut butter, that's even better. Oh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So butter. no, I, all kidding aside, I had my little list there, and I remember probably six, eight, nine months into marriage, realizing, and, and I say this with all sincerity, that God gave me what I wanted, right? Oh, Super wow. kind, but or and and is the better word here. He also gave me what I needed. Come on, 
And that was that companion of realizing, yeah, yeah this is great that I can go have fun. We can go, you know, our date nights are easy and we kind of like watching the same TV shows and we laugh and it's, it's, uh, there's some lightheartedness. That's great. That's kind of what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, but he gave me what I needed. And right. so we're different in all the right ways. That's right. And that has made me, I think, a better man. I love that. I know that it's made me a better man being married to her. So that companion piece is huge. So that is fun, right? There is a lot of fun and joy that can come from that. Absolutely. But there's also going to be a little bit of that iron sharpening iron a little bit That's there, too, it. where you're going to, you need a companion. That's right. You want one, but you also need one. Yeah. She's going to help you look like Jesus. Yeah. You so know, um, I've learned patience through marriage. Yep that I would have never learned outside of marriage. Yep. More than anything, I've learned selflessness mm-hmm. through marriage, a type of selflessness I wouldn't have learned yep. any other way. Yep, that's great. Okay, I like that. So God has given us a companion. Yep. He's given us a, a compliment. Yeah, and, and, and when I say compliment, it's not, it's not C-O-M-P-L-I. It's C-O-M-P-L-E. He's given us a compliment. Her her differences, God's woman in your life, her differences are complementary to yours. Um, she's there to assist you. She's uh, your helper. That's that's literally what it says in in Genesis. And and it's interesting. The Hebrew word for helper is is actually used nineteen times in the Old Testament, and sixteen of those nineteen times refers to God. So it's 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 never speaking of a second class person, rather it's speaking of the person that has come alongside of you to help you, yeah. just like God has. Yes, right. So oh, that's good. so so men, when you hear me say helper, or even women who are listening, and did he just call me a helper? Yes, like that's the Hebrew word, but but it's powerful. Like it's it's phenomenal. Uh, you're you're there to come alongside this man and and really uh, fill in those voids that he yep. has. Yep. Right. Isn't that a famous line? Well, I don't know it verbatim, so maybe it's not a famous line. But isn't that something from Rocky? Right, where he's talking about Adrian. He's like, I've got gaps. She's got gaps. Together, we've got no gaps. Right. Like that, <laughs> that's, that's the what's line. Come, that's that's the what's best coming line. to my mind. Yeah, we fill each other's gaps. That's is, right. Is what he says. Yeah. And and Jerry Maguire just stole that that's when right. he said, "You complete you completely. me." Completely. Gosh. <laughs> Nothing new under the sun, no. brother. And all, of, yeah. all the Gen Zers listening right now are yeah. like, what are these movies that they're that's, talking that's about? Right. Go, well, and that's, go watch those. That's the um, that's Etta James, right? The the famous wedding song, At Last My Love Has Come Along, right? Uh, if you read that uh, that portion, that, that Genesis 2 portion of Scripture, literally when, when Adam first sees Eve, the first two words out of his mouth are, at last. Yeah. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. That's so good. It wasn't Eddie James. That was Adam. That's right. At last, my At last. love has come along. That is a biblical song. I <laughs> love on, that. All on. right. All right. So this is good. So we've got this compliment, right, that is going to come alongside and help us. So uh, I, I like that. Uh, this co-heir, that's the yeah. one that I see that I go, all right, that, you know, we don't use the word heir a lot here in, you know, where we are here in 2023. We don't. That's maybe a word we're not familiar with. So talk about that and why why that's so important as we think about the marriage relationship. Yeah, so this comes straight from uh, 1 Peter chapter 3. Um, I'll just read it. It says, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. 1 Peter 3 Seven literally says, um, God's woman 
in your life is a is an heir. She is an heir of the grace of God, the same grace that was given to you, Adam, and to me, um, which which simply means God has gifted you with His daughter, hmm. right? She uh, she's your king's princess. Yeah, like I'll follow King Jesus, yep. and and He's entrusted me with His His princess, and and every father king wants his daughter princess to be treated with dignity and honor, yep. and love and and respect, and that's what it means when when she's, you know, your co heir. And and man, Adam, this. Man, this floored me a couple weeks ago. So we had a Better Man weekend in Fort Worth a couple yeah. weeks ago. Tim Dunn uh, from Graceway, Kansas City, came down to preach. And he was teaching. Uh, I asked him to teach on loving and protecting God's woman. And he said, great. Uh, he kind of sent me the text beforehand, and it was the parable of the talents. Hmm. And I was like, well, this is interesting. You know, Where's it going with this? Yeah, Bro, might have been one of the the best things I've heard in the last five or ten That's years. That's awesome. He he took the parable of the talents and he applied it to marriage. And so the the wicked and slothful servant that God gives one talent to, um, he buries it because he knows he's a hard master. Uh, the master comes back and says, "Hey, where's my money?" He unburies it and says, "Here it is. You know, I knew you were a hard man. I didn't want to lose it." And he says, "You wicked servant, you could at least put it in the bank and got interest, mm-hmm. right?" He said, that's marriage. He said, God didn't give you a wife, so at the end of the day, you present her to God and say, hey, I didn't break her. No, God gave you a wife so that you could make her better. Yeah, that's good. And and it's not enough to, to just not break her. Like, like you should be helping her grow. Mm. Like, she should be becoming a better wife and a better mother and a better friend and a better disciple of Jesus because she's with you. Yeah. Like, that's what he's... You don't own your wife. Like, he's entrusted you mm. with his daughter. And yeah. when, when we begin to see our co-heirs like that, man, it changes the way we relate to the woman really in our does. life. Yeah. And that word co is so important because it's not a sub-heir. That's it. Right? It's not, it's not a less than. That's right. This is an equal. Yeah, and uh, and I like that to think about the stewardship aspect of that really changes the game. Yeah, yeah, we don't own our wives, man. Before she was your wife, and and some of you single guys, before she was your girlfriend, yeah, before she was your soon to be wife, man, she was God's daughter first. Yep, huge, huge paradigm shift. I love that. All right, so this new curriculum, new defined curriculum, five weeks, loving and protecting God's woman. Uh, how can people find out about this and and track with when it's going to be released and or when where when and where they can get it? Yeah, super excited about it. So it's going to be released on June one. Okay, it's going to be on the Better Man uh, website, betterman.com. It's under our defined series. Um, we have two live teachers, so you can you can um, I shouldn't say live. We have two video teachers, yeah, right. So I'm teaching the curriculum, so you can you can download it and and go through it with me. And I've also got my good friend Dr. Brian Hurlbit from Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay, um, he has also taught the curriculum, and you can go through it with him. Brian is one of the national leaders in gender based discipleship. Okay, so if if you're listening and you have to choose between Chris Harper and Dr. Hurlbit. Choose, choose Brian, yes. right? Like, like it's going to be phenomenal. But uh, that's going to be available June one on our website under our defined curriculum for you to download and go through with seven or eight of your best there friends. All right, Chris, as always, great to be with you. Yeah, Adam, have a great day, man. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Better Man podcast. If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, or if you just want to learn more about the Better Man experience, head on over there to betterman.com. 
This episode, like every episode of the Better Man Podcast, was produced and edited by the team over there at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time.